Welcome to another episode of Learn with Bestern, where we discuss the latest trends in leadership development, self-development, as well as well-being. There's so much information out there. We want to make sure we bring in the latest insights and research based on neuroscience and behavior change to give you the tools that you need to make a change in your personal and professional lives. Join us on a journey to learn more. We hope you enjoy this episode and don't forget to subscribe and share this episode with others that might find it helpful. is close to so many of us, which is the topic of change. Now, we, we spend a lot of time, of course, in these episodes talking about how to make change simpler. But uh, let's just talk about the fact that change varies from person to person. And it really depends on the size of the change. It depends on the impact the change is going to make. It depends on your motivation factors. And some studies, Yvonne, even suggest that it's not just about that. It's also about personality traits. So, for example, you know, it doesn't have to do something with the fact that some people are more extroverted versus others. Conscientiousness, agreeableness, agreeableness, I can't even pronounce the word, being agreeable as a person, uh, neuroticism, and openness to new experience. All these different personality change add to our ability to overcome change, of course. So, and most of these essentially are, you know, can be more malleable during young adulthood versus when you're older. Or so we we assume, right? So can you actually teach an old dog new tricks? And that's the key here. And in fact, of course, we are big believers in change. And it's just about creating processes and systems that work for you. Because the brain has this wonderful uh, capability to be um, uh, to use neuroplasticity to essentially change itself, to rewire itself. And we know this. And surely the longer you are behaving and communicating in a specific way, the more challenging it becomes. But neuroplasticity shows us, and a lot of research on neuroscience shows us that in fact it is possible. And it's just about creating those steps and taking little baby steps to make the change happen. And I know, Yvonne, you're going to talk to us about some examples of habits. But before we go into that, what I also like is Tim Ferriss has a nice little approach when it comes to change, achieving goals, doing something towards where you want to be. And he says, look at it from a perspective of what is it going to cost you? Hi guys, Elena here from Bestern. If you're enjoying this episode, please make sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on weekly new videos that we have coming out on personal and professional development topics. Also feel free to send your questions and engage with us and comment in the YouTube videos in the comment section below. Now back to the episode. So what is it going to cost you two months from now, six months from now, a year from now? What is the cost of not making that particular change? And I think by writing it down and, and looking at it in front of you, you're like, oh, okay, well, this is kind of important because if I don't make this change now, I just keep delaying the inevitable and whatever that inevitable is. And it just depends on do you really want to make that change? So I think having that perspective of the cost associated with not making the change will add that additional motivating factor. Elena, now that you launched the topic of neuroplasticity, I, I still want to, to share a little bit. The, the, the point is that we always believe that we cannot learn more because we are limited with age and that a lot of the neurons are going to be dying. But what we don't realize is the fraction of the brain that we actually using. And neuroplasticity is about 
creating more connections around our brain so that we can maximize the use of this 70, 80% of the brain that we are not currently, uh, currently using. And that it is done, as you mentioned, through habits, through these processes and systems that we need to create so that we exercise. It's almost like going to the gym. And getting back to the habits about how can we exercise. So it's, you have to consider it a little bit like going to fitness. It's about creating an effort with the muscle in a regular practice. And what is important, it is not about how intense you are, how long time you are going to be using it. It's about using it consistently. So allocating these five minutes of regular practice with something that, for instance, you want to learn because here you are exercising and it has to be a new thing, not something where you are already quite good. But imagine if you practice a new thing that you want to, uh, to learn. So today I'm super good with analytics. Tomorrow I, I want to become more empathic. Why I don't start reading about it, but I don't have to read for two, two hours for one day or going to a university for that. What if I allocate these five minutes of reinforcing new knowledge? New knowledge, what it's going to do is that it's going to create an, an additional neural path, pathway in order to connect another, uh, another side of the brain. And this is what we call uh, neuroplasticity, is connecting different parts of our brain. The other thing is about creating a process of curiosity by design. What does it mean? It is exercising our brain for things that are worthwhile answering or solving. Imagine if you're continuously looking at the day-to-day -day stuff around you. So the problems that your neighbor may have, your child, your wife, and you are trying to ask yourself the right questions and, if you, and you do it as something automatic it will become automatic. So if you force it at the beginning to ask yourself a question for something that it might be so simple that it's not even worthwhile asking yourself what it is or why it is. So if you exercise yourself, it is the second way in order to exercise your neuroplasticity. The third thing is about the mindset. And you mentioned something that from Tim Ferriss, which is also one of my favorites. Um, it's about the positive reinforcement that we may create on self-belief that we can. We all, we have been formatted by our parents, by our society to believe that we are the way we are, but everybody can change. Except that in order to drive the change, you need to work on your mi mindset. What if you start reframing what you, your first belief and continuously repeating to you, talking to yourself, positive things in order to start belie believing. Imagine, today I'm not that confident when presenting in, in front of so many people. What if I start saying to myself every single day, repeating to myself something that is positive? I know you can. I know that you can do it. I know that you are learning. So the, the mix of being compassionate that we, we are in the process of learning but we are in the way of something bigger and repeating to ourselves, our brain absorbs that as new knowledge, as a new encouragement. It is something that we, is, it continuously motivates us in order to move forward. So if I have to uh, summarize, it's about going to the gym, 
doing some fitness where you regularly practice and learn something new. Secondly, exercising your curiosity, asking, forcing yourself to ask questions even about simple things. And the third thing is about this positive reinforcement so that our mindset becomes ready, a ready ground in order to absorb new knowledge, right? Absolutely.